Hey, this is Joe, REI in your car. Hope you're doing well. I want to ask you guys something. How serious are you about this real estate business? Are you going to quit when it gets hard? Are you just kind of dabbling in it like a hobby? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll send uh, I'll send a thousand text messages. I'll send a thousand letters and see if it works. I'll do a, I'll make a couple offers. I'll try it out for a month, see if it works. Well, I was just thinking about this. I'm thinking, man, if that's your attitude, just quit now. Just give up now. Like save yourself some money, save yourself a bunch of time and hassle and headache. This business is not for you. <laughs> right? Don't you don't you can't just dabble into this thing and expect to have success and make money. You need to be fully committed, all in or all out. It's time to stop kind of half dabbling into this stuff, right? This isn't a hobby. This is a business. And I can speak from experience because I've been there, done that. When I've made the most money in real estate is when I've been the most committed. When I have struggled the most, it's not because the marketing wasn't working. It's not because the market was hot or the market was cold or I couldn't find sellers or I couldn't find buyers. When I was struggling in this business, it was because I wasn't fully committed to it. And there's, I talk about this a lot. I talk about mo- momentum, right? Because you've got to have momentum and it takes time to build that momentum. If you want to consistently make money, you need to consistently do deals. If you want to consistently do deals, you need to make offers. And if you want to make offers, you've got to talk to sellers. And if you want to talk to sellers, you got to do marketing. And so it all starts with that. And it all starts and kind of what the fuel that feeds all of this is the momentum behind it. So you need to, like, I say this all the time too. And, and if you've heard, heard this before, then I apologize because I'm repeating myself. But this is so important to understand. If you're not committed to this business for at least six months, then just forget it. Sometimes I'll say three months. But like, yeah, three to six months. And you got to decide now, all right, so I'm going to not just send a thousand postcards or, you know, make 10 hours of cold calls or get a list of 3,000 and skip trace them and cold call them or text them or do whatever it is you're doing. Uh, and then that's it. I'm going to see if it works. You need to create a marketing plan that's at least three to six months out. Three to six months of continually doing the marketing, whether you're seeing results or not, you're committed to making it happen. And if so if you don't have that kind of runway, man, this is not for you. Like I get people ask me all the time, like, how quick, if I buy your course, how quickly can I make money? Like I need to do a deal in the next 30 days or I'm hosed. Then I say, don't buy my course. <laughs> go get a job. Go make some extra money. Give yourself a little wiggle room. Give yourself some time. And that's the other important thing you got to understand. It's either time or money. You've got to. Ha- you don't ha- necessarily have to have both, but you've got to have one or the other. And for a lot of people, you don't have the money for marketing. Okay, well, it's going to be harder for you, and that's fine though. But you've got the time, and you can get on the phone. The people that struggle the most. I think are the ones that don't have money, they don't have time, and they're not committed to it. But like, you've got to have one or the other, and you got to understand if you don't have the money to spend in a lot of marketing, 
you maybe have to spend the time instead in terms of like, um, you know, the number of uh, hours that you spend on the phone calling sellers, calling realtors, calling property managers. I had a student one time that I was helping him, holding him accountable to uh, his goals and he wanted to make uh, 10 or 20 grand a month. Nothing bad. I mean, nothing, um, not, not a super big deal, but significant, right? Well, we broke it down from income, from money, down to like actionable things that he can do every day. And I told him, you just need two or three things. Well, this guy is so aggressive. He's like, I'm going to do six things. And he had six things that he was supposed to do every day or every week. And some of it was, you know, driving for dollars, sending letters. He even had on his scorecard going to RIAs, real estate clubs, and passing out business cards and stuff. Well, so cool. Go for it, man. Well, turns out like he wasn't meeting his numbers because they were so aggressive, but within a couple of weeks he was doing deals and he had gone from spending, I don't remember, 40, 50 grand in education uh, in the last, in the previous couple years and not making any money, getting really frustrated and disappointed uh, to killing it and crushing it and starting to do a lot of deals because he started taking action and he got momentum really, really quick, but he was committed. He made that decision. I'm going to make this work. I already know what I need to do. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it work. So I guess that's my encouragement to you all. I was thinking, you know, it's a beautiful day right now. Actually, it's 66 degrees in the middle of December. I'll be going golfing in a little bit here. And I was thinking about the time when I was in high school and we lived a couple miles away from school. And uh, my dad... Uh, was very um, awesome dad but he would I didn't get anything given to me like in a certain sense like he told me I'll buy you clothes but like once a year I'll buy you a couple pair of jeans and underwear and socks and t-shirts like you can buy anything you want after that but I would ride my bike to school uh, summer or winter and you know in the summer I was one of you know a hundred bikes on the bike rack but in the winter time I was the only bike out there on that bike rack right and I remember one time I wouldn't, you know, I liked school kind of for the most part. I wasn't going to let anything stop me from not going Um, because I needed, I wanted to get an education. I wanted to uh, get good grades so I could get scholarships, so I could go to college, you know, so I didn't have to, well, whatever. Anyway, I remember one day riding to school on my bike and it was so cold. It was freezing and it had snowed the day before or something like that. But I rode my bike anyway, and when the when the snow was too deep or whatever, I would just walk my bike through it. I get to school, and you know, a couple miles it would take me, I don't remember, 15, 20 minutes. Maybe it was more than that then. There was nobody there. And I find out that they canceled school because of cold. And here I am riding my bike to school, and they canceled it, and I had to turn around and come back. I mean, this this was what, mid uh early early 90s right so it was before internet that was back in the day back in the last century in the 1900s where you had to listen to the radio or watch tv to get the school closings you remember those days <laughs> um but anyway i you know i was really mad at the time but like i was also i remember feeling a sense of accomplishment that uh you know what? I, I toughed it through when everybody was else was quitting and giving up and saying, ah, oh, we don't need to do school today. Uh, I'm riding my bike. I was there. 
And I had some sense of pride in that. And I, and I don't say that to brag necessarily, although I am, but like, I think maybe that is a reason why I've been so successful in business. I don't quit. I don't give up. You can't tell me I can't do it. I'm going to do it. One time, if I don't, if you don't mind me telling another story, um, my wife and I, when we were living in San Francisco, um, we wanted to rent a kayak to go um, either kayaking in the bay or going up to Lake Tahoe and kayaking up there. But to, to kayak, you need to have a, you need to take a class. You need to, at the time, you needed to um, have some kind of certificate. Then you took a lesson because I guess it could be dangerous, especially in cold water. Well, we took our lesson. I was out there. And one of the things you have to do to pass is turn the boat over while you're in it, in the water, and then turn the boat over and then swim and then turn the kayak back and get back in it so you could start paddling again, right? Well, I was having the hardest time doing There's a class of us, maybe 15, 20 people. My wife was there with me in her own boat, her, her own kayak, you know. Flipped the kayak over and I was the last one and I could not get it to flip over and I could not, I could flip it over, but I couldn't get in. And I kept on struggling and struggling and trying. And I just, the, the, the teacher was like, hey, you need to give up because we got to get in. The tide is coming out and we're going to be stuck out here. But I would, I just absolutely refused to give up. And my, my wife was even telling me, but I know I'm going to do it. And I finally did it, right? At like the last minute before the, the, the teacher was going to just leave me out there or whatever. Well, come to find out after I got in, I had a bunch of water in my boat. And the teacher was like, couldn't believe that I did it. But I had, because you have so much water in there, it gets harder to like uh, get, get, get back in the kayak or whatever. Because there's a compartment, you know, where you can keep stuff dry. All right. Anyway, I want to ask you guys, are, are you, is it easy for you to give up? Do you give up easily? When it's hard, do you, you know, get discouraged? And do you say, oh, this must not work. It's just a scam. You can't really make money in real estate. It can't be that easy because you've tried it before. Or you listen to the naysayers. You listen to people around you who have tried it before and didn't have any success. Um, or, you know, you talk to 10 people and all 10 of them say, yeah, I tried it. Can't do it. Or you go to a local real estate club and everybody says like, uh, you can't, yeah, it's really hard to do deals here. It's so competitive. I've tried, I've been doing this for a long time. This is like the hardest ever. This is the hardest market. And, or, or somebody says like, man, you on average in St. Louis or wherever you are, like our average wholesale fees are like three grand. You might be doing lucky if you get five, but nobody makes more than five. Don't listen to those gurus that tell you you can make more than that. Like, Man, it's, it's so much easier. And I said this in an earlier podcast. It's so much easier to pull people down to your level than lift them up. And if you surround yourself with quitters, with people who give up when it gets hard, you're going to be, you're not going to get anywhere and you're going to get discouraged and you're going to quit. So be careful who you listen to. This is why I love podcasts. I love listening to other people's stories to get, it, it, it encourages me. It get, lifts me up and I believe them. I'm, I'm, you know, some people are more pessimistic or whatever. Maybe I'm more optimistic, but um, I've seen the power of 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 not giving up and and f sticking with it until you accomplish your goals. Dave Ramsey uh, is coming out with a new book. 
I think it comes out in mid-January in a couple, four weeks. And it's called Baby Step Millionaires. And, you know, whatever you think of Dave Ramsey, and I know I've already lost half of you. You're rolling your eyes and, oh, Dave Ramsey's stupid. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He only helps broke people. If you want to be rich, you need to be like Grant Cardone. You know, you need to be like uh, whoever, Robert Kiyosaki, and use leverage because leverage is good. All right, well, listen. He wrote a book called Baby Step Millionaires. And I'm really looking forward to reading this book because he tells the story. The whole book is stories of people that followed the baby steps and became millionaires. Seems like all you hear about is, you know, people use the baby steps to maybe get out of debt. But nobody can really use the baby steps, quote unquote, to make a million bucks because that's too simple. It's too elementary. You have to have debt to become wealthy. Well, you know what? Maybe you don't. Right. Um, So I'm looking forward to reading that book just so I can hear the stories of people that were having success. And I would read a book that people that had success and made millions um, with a bunch of debt also. But here's the thing. Surround yourself with people who don't quit, don't give up, who can tell you you can do it. Right. Stick with it. You're only you've only been doing this one month. You've only made 100 offers and you're quitting. What? <laughs> All right. You should. You need to be committed to three to six months. I don't know, 100, 200, 500 offers? Like, if, if you've made 500 offers and you've been at it for six months and it, and it hasn't worked for you, then what? I don't know. Like, if you bought my course, I'll give you a refund. If you, if you sign up for coaching, I'll give you a refund. Because I know that's not going to happen. Right. If you make that many offers, if you talk to that many sellers, if you do that much marketing consistently, you're going to do deals. So don't quit. All right. Hope that makes sense. Hope you get something out of that. You know, at the time that I'm recording this, we are doing a challenge that starts uh, this week. Oh, what is it tonight? Yeah, it's called the one offer challenge. So I'm not sure when this will be released. But if you go there, you might get some information about when the next one is. But um, it's called theofferchallenge.com, theofferchallenge.com. Go check it out. And uh, you'll be hearing more information from me talking about it um, because it's going to be cool. We're just challenging people to make one offer. One offer, that's all. And then hopefully that builds a momentum to you start making one offer a week, to one offer a day, to three offers a day right? All right, guys, we'll see you. Check it out, theofferchallenge.com. Also, you know what? Actually, if you're listening to this audio, because this is only an audio podcast right now, I really encourage you to go to my YouTube channel because you'll see, if you miss this challenge, you'll see the videos on my YouTube channel that we did for the challenge, I think. Um, Not guaranteeing we might take them down afterwards, but if you go to YouTube, just search for Joe McCall, go to my channel, subscribe to it, and you'll see the audios and our videos of us talking about how to make offers. And in this challenge, we're going to be, it's all free. We're going to be teaching how to make different kinds of offers, cash offers, lease option offers, owner financing offers, when to make them. And um, we're going to be giving away a bunch of prizes. I think like we're going to be, we have a little Facebook group. We're going to be telling people if you post a picture of your, of a written offer that you've made, um, that you've sent and you post it in the Facebook group, uh, you'll enter in a prize to win a cool drawing, a, a drawing to win a cool prize or whatever. And that is going to be a lot of fun. But there's going to be a, a huge breakthroughs from this. I just know we're going to see people overcome their fears 
and objections and obstacles, and they're going to make their first offer. And it's going to be the first of many offers they're going to make, It's going to, which is going to lead to many, many deals. I just talked to a coaching client. He texted me yesterday. He's been doing houses for a long time. He just started doing land a couple years ago, and uh, he started selling his land a year ago on January. Uh, he started selling land on terms with owner financing so he can get monthly payments. And fast forward 11 or 12 months, and he just passed on this last deal he just did, $10,000 a month in monthly passive income from his vacant land, which is so awesome. He lives in Springfield, Illinois. His name is Phil. Uh, I've interviewed him before in the podcast. I'm going to try to get him on again here to talk about it. But momentum, you know, Phil gets it. He's kept it super simple. You know, whenever he's gotten too complicated, focused on trying to, when he's doing too many things and he's not focused, he's struggled. But when he is focused like a laser beam and he's consistent with it, that's what's going to happen. I mean, what kind of, what kind of difference and impact would that make in your life if you're getting $10,000 a month? in passive income with you doing nothing. Come on, baby. I love it. All right, guys, we'll see you. Take care. Go to my YouTube channel. Subscribe. I'll probably have a playlist in there called the One Offer Challenge. And uh, so look at my playlist. I'm also doing some uh, more podcasts, uh, Brilliant at the Basics, where I'm kind of talking about this stuff. All right, we'll see you guys. Bye-bye.